Hello, and welcome to Resident Advisors Exchange. I'm Chloe Lula, your host. Today, we're celebrating International Radio Day, which fell earlier this week on Monday, February 13th. This week's episode is a documentary-style deep dive into the power of radio. For a little bit of background, UNESCO inaugurated World Radio Day in 2011 in order to commemorate its efficacy in reaching remote communities, connecting with people everywhere regardless of their education level, and providing a platform for positive and democratic discourse. It's also incredibly important in spreading critical information during times of crisis or emergency. To date, radio remains the most widely consumed form of media, and podcasting as an art form has skyrocketed in popularity in the last handful of years on the heels of successful breakout shows like Serial or New York Times' narrative news format, The Daily. Radio stations shape public opinion. In the words of UNESCO, quote, increasing radio's journalistic standards and capacity should be considered as an investment in peace. On a somewhat more humble level, podcasting and radio, especially in the world of underground music, can help forge in-person and virtual networks and celebrate and spread new and lesser known music. During the pandemic, it also held together underground music scenes when people couldn't be together in the club and sustained a kind of intimacy and connection by letting people share music over the airwaves and community platform chat rooms. Martha, the RA podcast's past producer, feels similarly. In this episode, she asks various radio producers around the world, including Jam Supernova, Hannah Walker-Brown, Dublap Barcelona, and Hong Kong Community Radio, among others, about why radio resonates so strongly with them. Some, including NTS's head of production, Rory Bowens, even share tips on free and low-cost resources that listeners can use to make their own shows at home. If this is something you're interested in, you can even consult our feature on how to start a web radio station, which came out at the end of last week. Celebrate World Radio Day and radio stations and podcasts everywhere by listening to this episode and subscribing to this podcast. Happy radioing. Enjoy. I have been consistently obsessed with radio since I was about 14 years old. I love the space that listening gives me to imagine and escape, to learn and keep me company. In light of the coronavirus pandemic, radio seems to have become more important to people, a lifeline, an element of routine whilst our usual settings have been disrupted, a distraction to immerse yourself in, a way to connect. Community Radio is holding together underground music scenes right now, providing a space for curators to keep introducing new music to listeners whilst we can't be together in the club. So this episode of The Hour is dedicated to my first love, radio, as I hope to get a better understanding of what makes it so powerful in a moment of crisis. We'll get some insight into what it's like to broadcast on national radio during a pandemic with BBC presenter and incredible DJ, Jam Supernova. People have said that, you know, it's really helped with their um, anxiety. It's given them something to look forward to every Tuesday night, to have someone kind of with them. Esteemed audio documentary producer, Hannah Walker-Brown, will help break down what it is about radio as a medium 
that is resonating so strongly right now. There's something about someone just talking directly into your ear. You know, it sounds like they're there just for you that I think people just find a lot of comfort in. And I'll take you behind the scenes of streaming from home with head of production at NTS, Rory Bowens. Let's go live in three, two, one, go. All right, I can hear you. But first, let's hear from radio stations across the world sharing their experiences of lockdown. The whole dynamic has changed. And as the whole dynamic has changed, we thought it was really important that we adapt to a new reality. Here's Christian from Dublab in Barcelona. We have like a totally new scenario, uh, a scenario that we don't know where it's actually going to end and where and when, but uh, we, we thought it was important to just uh, adapt to new circumstances. So we've been trying to do certain kind of like actions with the hosts, uh, another kind of content. Like people, for example, each host was recommending a record and we went, we were broadcasting that. We, we just did like a long, long, long playlist of all these records and short uh, recorded messages of the hosts explaining why these records, uh, explaining a bit of uh, their situation, uh, home, etc. Now we thought it was like a time to maybe, instead of like listening to mixes or like regular shows, we thought it was like a time maybe to just go back and rediscover records. You know, we have the time. Uh, we're always talking about the lack of time. So maybe this situation made us uh, appreciate more uh, just being there, sometimes uh, even getting bored because I think it's very important uh, to have that opportunity. This situation just gave us time. Uh, to rethink, reschedule, and basically just be and feel. Another action that we were pushing people to do, and if they feel like and they they wanted to, uh, is uh, to recommend like places, uh, restaurants, bars, record stores in uh, in our city that they miss, and, and and to just give a voice to these small businesses that they probably also gonna gonna be tough. Hi, I'm Frankie. I'm the co-founder of Foundation FM, which is an online community radio station based in Peckham, which is female-led. So obviously we're in lockdown and that has changed the way we operate the station just because we can't be in the studio live. But I think what's changed is the way we view radio a little bit now. And like Foundation has always had talk shows two till four, uh, we're kind of being more considerate of like what we need to talk about and how we need to support people. What I've noticed that's different is the way that our audience is interacting with us is they're staying with us for longer. So we're getting more listeners and they're staying with us for longer and engaging in conversations with us. So it's always really important to us with the two to four that we showed that, you know, not only are women great taste makers in music, but they actually have strong opinions on things and they they are business women they're creatives they are political they're storytellers and i think aud audiences are seeking maybe a little bit of distraction right now you'll notice with radio more that you can share your story radio is really reactionary and you can say, okay, you know, life's a bit mere right now, but here's that throwback track that we all loved in that summer where it was insane and you can just take someone to that place. Or you can say, this is a, a completely new artist. Let's really like focus on some people who are trying to 
get their foot in the door and give them a bit of support right now. And you know what? I do think at this time, like more than ever, it's nice to have a community, know that you're all going through it and turn to each other and also just like help each other out. Foundation has always been a family and we're all missing each other so much. And I think radio does make you feel like you're part of something a bit bigger and that anyone can be a part of it. Like whether you're the DJ or the listener. Because, you know, we all have to record at home right now. It's kind of like DIY radio back to the beginning. Like people are recording bits on their phones and they're editing, they're like finding out about editing software and we're, we're talking through production a bit more and it's getting all a bit more techy and specific and editing. And it's, it's nice to see them all go like back to this basic and learn about radio and how to put a radio show together and then piecing it together. And then us going through it together is really nice. And I think because there's that like DIY feel to it, which is personally something I really love about community radio, I think people feel that it's something for them. I feel like maybe sometimes when you listen to national radio, it's so slick and so professional and you're like, oh, how do I ever get to that place? Whereas like Foundation FM, I would say the production level's amazing, but you know it's come from the DJ, you know that it's come from like Foundation FM and our staff and that we're all working together, but you could be in that position and like there is a place for you here. Here's Mohammed from Box Out FM, India. We broadcast from a basement in New Delhi, where I actually also live. So I take care of pre-recorded archives, uploading uh, video content, editing video content, and kind of just keeping the platform running. We're kind of uh, trying our best to keep things going. And uh, therefore, we decided to power through and actually launch our brand new mobile app. There's a lot of data problems in India, so we wanted to create a an app that's easily accessible for anyone. Audience expectations are always quite high, but I think a lot of the audience is just hoping that we we keep it going and we stick around and we don't shut down, we don't fold, we don't end this. So a lot of people are always messaging, asking how we are doing, how the team is doing, how the hosts are doing. I guess the community aspect of thing is more relevant now than ever. I think more people are tuning in because they don't have much else to do they're not going out they're not able to get their entertainment where how they used to get it and the one place they find some sort of like safety is when they tune into shows or listen to hosts that they have been kind of uh, following for a while people want to hear other humans talking and telling them that yeah we're all having difficult times right now it's not just you actually We're all having anxiety. We're all confused. It's not just you. Actually, everybody doesn't feel that great right now. So just reassuring people that we can overcome this together, look after yourself, share whatever tips you can. So bringing the community together, I guess. Something that's given me goosebumps since the pandemic is sometimes while I'm playing tracks and introducing them, I see my friends from the city and other cities all in the chat room just kind of like having a good time and it's like, oh, this is the new normal. So what's it like to hold the responsibility of broadcasting on national radio right now? 
I have to do what I have to do and get on air to keep my promise to the public. This is Jam Supernova. Jams is an essential part of BBC Radio 1 Extra's specialist DJ team, broadcasting every Tuesday night on the station. Jams also hosts the Selector Radio for the British Council, which is broadcast across the world in over 30 countries. I asked Jams what it's been like for her adapting from BBC studio life to home broadcasting. So I kind of thought that, oh, you know, people are going to know it's pre-recorded. I'm such a radio nerd. I'm like, people are going to know it's pre-recorded. They're going to hear it. They're going to switch off. Um, And they also brought my show earlier. So Mm. I was on 7pm till 10pm. So an extra hour. So there was loads of things to think about here. And at first I kind of initially, like from an ego point of view, I was just like, they're going to hate me. They're not going to get the show with it being on at seven or they're going to know it's pre-recorded. Like I had so many just, you know, am I going to get the tone right? Am I meant to be happy? Am I meant Mm. to be... Uh, neutral, you know, we were in a lockdown with a pandemic and I just kind of was just quite honest with, with, with everything in my links and was quite, you know, upfront with where I was at, where I, w- where I was literally at, where I was recording from, um, to how I was feeling about the situation and that I couldn't believe like the responses that we started getting in. People have said that, you know, it's really helped with their um, anxiety, it's given them something to look forward to every Tuesday night, um, to have someone kind of with them. And from the selector radio point of view, I've had um, loads of people from all around the world because all the shows are basically there online. You can listen to them on Mixcloud. So a lot of people have been messaging me being like, since the beginning of lockdown, I've made it a mission to listen to every one of your shows up until (laughs) the present date, which has been really cool and amazing because I feel like, you know, that's a lot out of someone's time, one. And I like the fact that they they so, you know, so want to be involved in UK music that they would dedicate that amount of time and take the time then to write a message to me. So for me, it developed a real personal connection that I don't think I had before. I think when I used to do radio at 9pm, it's like we didn't, I'd get interaction, I get people hitting me up or I get people talking to me when I was out and about, about the show, but I didn't have that personal connection with the listeners. Mm. Um, And I think that me being vulnerable and talking about things outside of music kind of allowed uh, them to kind of feel a bit closer to me and they were able to share how they were feeling as well. So that's been definitely a plus, I think, that the instant connection. Um, and then the up, I mean, up until now, I feel like um, the most recent show that I, I did was um, a George Floyd tribute show and a tribute to racial justice. And so I was kind of like a bit, again, a bit nervous. How are you going to get the tone right? It's just me talking to myself in the living room. I've got no one to bounce off. I don't know how the rest of the day is going to sound on air. You know, I haven't heard the other shows. My, yeah. my show's the only pre-recorded one. Um, but doing that show, you know, I didn't even promote it, actually. I didn't want to promote it because I thought it would be a bit crass at the time to promote it. So I just kind of let it breathe when it went out and just let it do its thing. And I had so many beautiful messages from people saying that, it was the show that, you know, it spoke to, it actually allowed them to feel how they were feeling. Uh, so many of the lyrics kind of spoke to how they were feeling and it made them kind of pause and take a take a step out and actually just let themselves um, feel. So yeah, I think that for me is like, if anyone says what has been your radio highlight of your life, then strangely I would probably say that show because it's the most authentic and the most real and I think the most needed for people, it was offering a service. Yeah, that's so cool that you're able to like receive messages from listeners and like be a part of helping them to like figure out how they feel. Yeah, I would never have expected it. I mean, we had a little bit of that with like DIY Generation when I did a feature about entrepreneurialism, people coming and asking advice. But 
I think yeah, I think I think for me, I always kind of like to like to do radio and think that nobody was listening. <laughs> And then if I thought no one was listening, then I could just be my most authentic self. But I think that kind of made me put up a, a, a barrier between me and the listener. Mm. And I think that during this time, the barriers come down. And maybe that is why they feel more open to come and, and, and message me. Because I definitely, I can could, I could assure you, whilst I know I had listeners, they was, it, I had no one messaging me like the way people have been messaging me now. My name is Jam Supernova and tonight on the show it is all about the music. So I've chosen tracks that speak to pain, I've chosen tracks that speak to protest and I've chosen tracks that speak to peace. I wanted to kick off um, with Solange, two tracks actually, because I feel like they perfectly encapsulate the feelings that I've been going through over the, uh, the last couple of days. Weary and mad, taken from the album A Seat at the Table. So I'm going to do a lot less talking tonight, but every record has been picked uh, for its emotional vulnerability, for the lyrics. So sit back, listen, and uh, hopefully I can be the soundtrack to the way that you're feeling as well. When lockdown first started, everyone was like streaming from home and figuring out how to do it and parties on Zoom and stuff like that. What ways of like bending and growing the traditional format of radio did you notice or sort of find interesting? So um, yes, I love what No Signal Radio have done. So No Signal Radio is basically a, a online a online radio station that came up during lockdown. Uh, it's set up by two guys who also run a party called Recess. Uh, it's kind of yeah, very driven at the young black uh, UK community. Um, and they sort of blew up firstly from doing verses. So they would put two artists against each other and have two hosts kind of battle it out for like 10 tracks of each of theirs going head to head. Um, and it's just taken on a whole life of itself. And I've seen people tweet about the fact that they might have a whole Sunday that plays African high life music where you're not going to get that anywhere else on, on UK radio. So they've definitely kind of filled, 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 filled a void and a purpose, I think, during this time. And I always think of radio like an ecosystem where one station fails, another station has to pick up and it just keeps on going round and round and round. Like not, no one station can have it all. Um, and I've loved listening to Represent and hearing how they've adapted. Like I've heard pretty much whole radio shows that have had co-hosts that have been done via Zoom. I know. It's so innovative. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, now there should be no reason why we can't do anything. And I think from a, you know, from a BBC point of view for me and my show, it doesn't always have to be this high glossy full-on production it can just be raw as long as the content's good mm. do you have any tips for people who are making radio shows at home yeah um yeah i would say get a good mic i think a good mic is is really key um it just it would just you know i think it, it would just make your life a bit easier so i actually have a couple of mics going <laughs> I have different ones for different things. So right now I'm using a USB mic. I actually bought it for like 70 quid on the internet and it's been quite uh, fruitful. And then I've got a more high-tech mic. It's a, a Neumann that I use for the one extra show. Mm -hmm. And I've got a lot of good uh, feedback on that saying that they basically nobody knows if I'm in the studio or not. Woo. Yeah, I know, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I would say get a good mic. I would, I would, and when you're recording, you know, things like closing your curtain. I'm, I've never been one to get underneath a duvet. <laughs> <laughs> I've not done that yet, but I think the quality that I have is quite good. But I normally close the curtains and close the door. Yeah. Um, me personally, I can't do radio if I can't hear myself. Mm, yeah. It's really, if I can't hear myself, I think I'm going crazy. Yeah. 
and I, I start to, I, I sound like I'm, 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 I'm unsure of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So what I've done is that basically I record the music on a separate feed to the mic. So I basically just run the, run the music through um, the decks and I have a little device that it records onto. And then I record my mic completely separately. Uh-huh. So I record my mic through my Zoom, which is like a portable recorder. And I have basically like big headphones on one ear listening to the music. And in the other ear, I have the, or the, the feed from the Zoom so I can hear myself. Mm-hmm. And then it, I can really pretend like I'm in the studio and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping over instrumentals and things like that. Um, so that really helps for me, I think. Um, yeah, just trying to find ways that make you feel as, as comfortable as possible. And personally, the way I started doing the pre-records right at the beginning of, of, of lockdown to where I'm at right now, I'm a completely different person. Like I've had some existential crisis moments in my living room, in my dressing ground, being, you know, crying into the mic and like, why don't I sound good? Um, and then now I've just kind of like, you know, I just have to really try and, in my imagination, pretend that I'm live. Yeah. I have to pretend that I'm live. You can't go back on that link. Okay, you messed up a little bit, but keep on going. You're not perfect. You're human. And if you was in the studio, you'd make a joke about it. So make a joke about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there are a couple of tips. And then I guess like, yeah, good editing software is always, is always good to have. You know, I, it, it can be as simple as GarageBand. You can go all the way up to something. Um, like at Ableton, but I guess if anything as well, this time has shown us we can all have radio shows. Why not? If you want to do a radio show and you're not you're not on a station right now, there are ways and means for you to do it from home and just release it out into the world. Why not? After collecting those invaluable tips from Jams about broadcasting from home. I thought it might be helpful if I share with you guys what goes on behind the scenes every Friday when I go live on NTS. All right, I am in my room right now, which is where all my equipment is to do the radio. And it is Friday afternoon, which means that very soon I am going to broadcast live from my bedroom on NTS. So I have got everything set up and in a minute I'm going to call Rory, who is the head of production at NTS, and we'll do a little sound check on the phone and then if everything goes smooth we'll get on air at three o'clock this afternoon hey how are you good good how are you good thank you maybe if you could just maybe send actually just send a bit of music signal there it can be anything yeah that's good that's all right yeah yeah sweet um cool yeah i'm happy with that so that is how we do the sound check and everything is sounding good right now, which means I'm all ready to do my live show. So we got five minutes exactly, and then we'll be on air. 30 seconds, and my phone has about 2%, so hopefully it lasts. Oh my it. god. Fingers crossed. I love We're this. On We're on the edge. Let's <laughs> just add another layer of <laughs> challenge to it. Um, you got 15 seconds and then a jingle will play okay. in the cloud and I'll give you like a count in. Cool. Let's go live in five, four, three, two, one, go. My name is Rory Bones uh, and I'm the head of radio production at NTS. It's been super inspiring, actually, getting people to broadcast remotely from their homes, um, sort of seeing what's possible, 
um i feel like we're sort of returning to a more diy ethos uh that was well, it's always been super present in nts but it kind of reminds you of the early days of nts um uh yeah it feels really diy just setting people up on very basic equipment from their homes and broadcasting from there um i think it's kind of created a really lovely sort of atmosphere and kind of intimate vibe to the shows as well as people are almost sort of opening up their sort of homes to listeners as well as on their shows i found in some cases you know it, that's what it feels like to me and i think it's creating yeah just a really nice vibe but i'm still really looking forward to getting back into the nts studio how would you say the audience have been interacting with nts since the start of the pandemic um well for a start the audience have just been interacting like a lot more with nts since the start of the pandemic um in April, we hit 2.37 million monthly unique listeners. So that's unique listeners um, as opposed to total. And that's that's an increase of 90% compared to this time last year. So it's, it's pretty staggering. Um, engagement time is sort of a, a, also up. People are sticking, listening a lot longer. I think it's 72 minutes is the average engagement time, which is really... It's pretty crazy when you think about it and it's a lot longer than kind of traditional radio. Um, I think the main thing aside from all that is that there's been a a much bigger interaction between the listeners, um, whether that be with each other or with the hosts in the chat room. I mean, if you jump on the chat room for any show, it's it's pretty rammed at the moment, but particularly the Charlie Bones breakfast show, um, just uh, the chat room has gone crazy recently. Uh, Monday to Friday every morning there's just just a kind of an army of people in there um, and I think you know there's been lots of things that have uh, particularly on that show as well that have gotten the listeners more interactive with the radio as well uh, whether it be on Charlie's show in particular uh, there is the jukebox where listeners will call in and sing a song to request it jukebox Where's the 20 minute crew holding on? Is that playing? Give me a call, please! Seriously, do give me a call. That was the biggest cascade yet seen, I think. Good work, people. You've also got an Anu show. She's having listeners send in uh, voice notes to her. Uh, so I think a lot of shows are quite conscious of people's need to kind of interact at this time and are trying to get make the shows more interactive and get the listeners more involved from a distance yeah and it's working yeah um why do you think the radio is connecting with people more right now um i think radio is sort of good radio is always sort of an exercise in kind of connection you know uh, particularly host-led radio um people are obviously really isolated at the moment and just hearing that voice communicating uh, is very important. Um, I think the fact that it's a live experience is also crucial. You know, uh, people can experience something in real time with like a huge audience of other listeners at the same time and that kind of intrinsically connects them to each other as well as the host. Um, And I think also the fact that all the shows are largely hosts kind of DIY broadcasting from their own homes in isolation themselves. It kind of makes it more special because it's like they're going through a shared experience with the listener. 
um and i guess you can see that like across the board with you know all these insta live streams and different streams that people are doing in general um i think i think also the the kind of routine element of the radio is like really helping people right now uh i guess a lot of people are you know their normal kind of routines have been severely disrupted they've been furloughed or they've been laid off and they're kind of having that kind of anchor of a regular radio show i think is uh connecting with people so every friday i do my nts show from home and it involves me and you talking on the phone and we do a little sound check um do you have any tips for people who are streaming at home uh, i think my top tip for people streaming at home is it's a kind of a nerdy audio one but uh, i'd say get your hands on a software compressor um so for anyone who doesn't know a compressor is like this audio sort of device that will uh sort of make your stream less dynamic and make your stream more consistent. Um, basically, there's loads of free software compressors and other free audio plugins you can get and it'll just make your stream sound super professional. Um, basically, all the ones we use uh, for our remote broadcast from hosts um, are all from like free sources, so you don't have to spend a lot of money on it. Um, and yeah, it'll just make your stream sound really good. One we use is called the TDR Kotelnikov, uh, which someone said to me recently sounded like a, a kind of a weapon. <laughs> which, uh, yeah. Um, there's another one called the W1 limiter, which is a really good limiter to use. There's loads of free options online. Um, places like LANDR and Plugin Boutique regularly run sort of lists of the best free plugins to get and they're all they're all really solid so definitely just just check out because there's so much you can get out there that's totally free and will just make your stream sound super professional let's hear from some more radio stations around the world hey martha how's it going hope you're good it's rich scr here from soul community radio uh, broadcasting from south korea right now we hope everyone's well we were actually in a very interesting situation right now. We, we're actually moving studios. So I guess like for us, it's sort of we're, we're in a transition period in the middle of a very uncertain period. So everything's just all a big gamble at the moment and we hope it pays off um, when uh, us as a society and a scene are out the other side. So fingers crossed. What I have quite liked is, the, um, is what people are doing themselves. One of the interesting things is I've had a lot of people actually messaging me, like sort of asking how to stream themselves, which is obviously cool. I'm happy to lend them the, uh, the some some advice. And I heard from a lot of people that, you know, they can't get hold of Blackmagic um, Ultra Studio Minis, which is the main video capture card that people are using for like video streams. So, um, you know, we, we see sort of different, uh, valuation of like certain equipment happening because people are looking to get hold of the essential items to stream. Um, I like I like seeing people doing their own stuff, their own streams. It actually also gives us a window into um, sort of what they might want from us, really. So it's good to actually it's been good to sort of watch what's been going around. Um, I like the creativity that's been happening. Radio as a platform is always the the medium that's uh, the strongest in a crisis. Really, I think like whether it's uh, people broadcasting from bunkers and that old cliche Terminator Two had 
John Connor broadcasted from a bunker when it was the end of the world. So I think radio's always got that kind of um, the sort of the quality that, that people are going to turn to. Hi, my name is Gavin, and I'm running well on our radio station called Hong Kong Community Radio, aka HKCR. So just to be clear, outside of the travel ban so far, Hong Kong has not been in a lockdown. Although many venues and social places are instructed to be closed in the meantime, but our students still open. But obviously, no more traveling artists coming through the station right now, and we have much less local host to request for shows, as everyone is practicing social distancing. Basically, we take a chance to take a break from regular programming and focus on improving the studio space. And we actually try to make program outside of the normal live streaming format. Either it will be podcast or、um, some recorded performance or other kinds of shows that isn't necessarily in the medium of radio. Seeing this kind of online performance streaming becoming a norm now. Maybe people will starting to accept that this is a valid format to watch a performance. But it's an interesting development of the online radio community, and something we have to think about in the near future. Here's DJ Bolcut from Soul Community Radio. Usually, SCR has a lot of international guests, but because of this virus happens, there are a lot of these international guests has been cancelled. So that it allows us to focus on what we're doing. In Korea, streaming culture is very popular. A lot of people watching podcast in real time, and then they do donate a lot of money to the streamers. But it doesn't apply to DJ mixes. They think it's boring. They think it's not worth to donate the money. But I see things a little bit different now because as a lot of events and clubs are closed down in Korea too. Bars still open, but major clubs and festival has been cancelled a lot of times. So it does affect a lot of DJs and、uh, rappers too. So I see、um, there's something interesting happens in Korean hip hop culture now. A lot of big hip hop heads now they're doing streaming. At the same time, they get a lot of donations whilst they're playing music and do a like live rap show. Before they think it's not necessary to do it because. They usually、uh, rely on live acts and stuff like that in a club or in an event or something like that. But nowadays, a little bit different. So I see people are more educated to donate whilst they are tuning in music show now. So I think in future it might affects on music stream as well in general, like DJs playing music and people donating because you know this situation educates people to donate money on. Live music stream, so I think this is a new business model in future, and we'll see how it goes. Hello, my name is、uh, Marco Aimo. I'm、uh, the co-founder of Radio Rain, a web radio and community platform based in Milan, Italy. The audience is、uh, interacting with us in the same way, so we gain probably more and more people. And more people in knowing the radio more, so we actually we are growing a lot as numbers. But we have decided to maintain our usual routine because we see that right now everyone is trying to do. They're doing their own shows, their own stuff.、Um, they do Facebook Live, they do Instagram. Everyone is doing 
a broadcast so we we decided just to do what, what we are able to do and what we do at our best so for us it's like uh, if you are like a baker everyone is starting to do their own their own bread you know so we decided just to keep as artisans our bread the best we can do we decided to do uh, just a project called Stay Connected which was just a simple thing just to uh, contact all our friends other radio similar to us and sometimes to broadcast at the same time the same show and I think this was a specific moment during this pandemic that made me happy because uh, sometimes you ask yourself how the radio can help the community can help the society I think for us this is to maintain as max as we can the same kind of effort and 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 service for our listeners was our for our main task um let's see what happens in the next months because um probably we 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 would need to use also radio not just for music but also to to talk about other problems to change the world i don't know uh but this you know is an adventure let's see what happens very weird because I've got kind of two sets of headphones on right now. That's exactly what I have. <laughs> so my phone is far enough away from my mic that yeah. it doesn't interfere. Um, but that's just how it goes at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I wear my like in-ear headphones for the phone and then on top of the massive over-ear ones for the recorder. That's exactly what I'm doing there as we well. <laughs> yeah. Great, okay, good. It's this working is, so far. This is how, yeah. I wanted to understand more about radio as a format and why it's connecting right now. So I called Hannah Walker-Brown. Hi, my name is Hannah Walker-Brown. I'm a audio documentary and podcast creator. I'm also an executive producer for Sony Music and Broccoli Content at the moment. Um, a lot of my work is kind of rooted in music and sound design and cinematic storytelling. So kind of applying the rules of film and music composition to radio and audio storytelling. Why do you think it is that radio and telling stories through audio is so potent at this moment? Like it's such an intimate format, you usually listen on your own anyway, so it's not like that part has changed. And I just think there's something about someone just talking directly into your ear. You know, it sounds like they're there just for you that I think people just find a lot of comfort in. And I think a lot of escapism as well. And I think that's probably what it is with music. And I think the combination of those two is just really kind of helping people escape for a few minutes or at least just forget about, you know, the shit show that is outside. And I think audio's always done that. It's always been that really intimate and yeah, like, just it's like giving you a big hug. I mean, unless, you know, even true crime, I guess, which I'm not really here for, but at least you can get lost for a bit in a story. And I think we definitely need stories more than ever now, especially ones sort of with hope, which I guess true crime doesn't have, but, <laughs> you know, each to their own. It's definitely immersive. We'll give it that. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And it's just that thing of getting lost and 
being able to step out of your everyday and into someone else's, which, you know, audio can do just with a voice or, you know, sound effects. We don't need the big film shoots or, you know, loads of cast members. That's just kind of, yeah, how it is. Yeah. I think for me, it's always been like that mixture of like having enough of a story to bring you in but leaving enough space for you to imagine it how it looks kind of in your own head and that being like a total distraction and that's like really appealing to me right now for sure totally audio is so inclusive of everyone like every imagination is valid and I think that's when it really works well is you give someone just enough that they can start to imagine it themselves, but without thinking, oh no, that's not how I imagine them. The beauty is that you just, you know, it's suggestive. And I think, yeah, that inclusion is so important. For sure. And radio has always been to me, like the kind of friend that you can hang out with and hear their story Mm. without having to say anything back or give anything back Mm. or you don't even have to put in any effort you don't even have to get dressed properly to get that (laughs) company and you still get that human connection from it yeah that's the perfect lockdown mate it's kind of come full circle in that sense and I know like everyone kind of thought radio was gonna I mean everyone always thinks radio is dead and (laughs) then it comes back to life or it just refuses to die um and now with podcasting and I just think people are kind of taking it like they're appreciating it a lot more I think than they did before yeah for sure and I think people are being kind of you know we realize now that you know the sort of content people need and I think the things that really thrive are the things that are led by kind of the public and what's missing and and that variety so yeah there's definitely a friend for everyone for sure and it is really like encouraging when you just see radio surge up again I'm really Mm. loving all the like different takes on the traditional format of radio the way people are like bending um, the format to fit like an online world I guess podcasts Mm. are a massive part of that but um, yeah like you were saying the way that we usually take in podcasts hasn't really changed we still kind of do that Mm. on our own so maybe there's some sort of comfort or stability in that not changing despite the world having been literally turned upside down yeah it's like the one thing that's remained the same which like there could be better things that had stayed the same (laughs) than podcasts but at least you know it's something and I'll take it you know you have to take what you can get at the moment for sure and I do like to see like lots of people having a go at making their own podcasts and all that kind of thing yeah that's it and I think the other thing that's been happening because you've sort of mentioned like new ways of working but also it's staying the same but this idea of using social media and that interaction and you know, I've seen a lot of kind of Instagram live like recordings where people are in conversation, but you can like see them both. And I think the other thing in kind of podcasting and radio is people are doing a lot of classes, mm. like Skillshare, like online, um, like tips and tricks. So I feel like, I mean, podcasting has always been pretty democratic in that like everyone can do it. Like you just sort of need a microphone and I don't really agree with that, but you know, the principle is, essentially you know anyone can record into a mic and upload it onto a soundcloud or on spotify or whatever 
Um, so I think that's really nice how we're kind of bringing everyone in and people are like using this opportunity to learn that new skill or to start the project that they hadn't had time to before. Mm, for sure. So I think that's kind of another area that I'm seeing thriving that I, I quite like. Yeah. What have you been like listening to or seeing online that um, you've kind of noticed growing since the start of lockdown that you're excited about? I know Tory Lanes was doing his like Instagram live and he was calling it like quarantine radio, even though there's like nothing yeah. radio about it. But it was still interesting that he chose to um, take that like traditional idea of radio and just like make it work for the time that we're in. Yeah, definitely. And um, Gemma Kearney, the BBC presenter, and um, she owns a production company called Boom, and she started a online radio station called Nightwaves Radio, which, again, is like going back to the old school. It's like online radio, and it's her, and, you know, I, I just, I, I like that things have sort of gone backwards, and I don't know if like that's getting older and just that's what happens when you're like, oh, the good old days, they were so great. Um, but I just like that creativity and that people are using it to like not necessarily find new ways to do the format, but going back to the traditional ways. And and again, it's that idea of it being so inclusive and like everyone can just tune in. Like you don't need an app, you don't need this, you don't need to pay the subscription. Like it's just there for you to go into if you want to have it. So that I really like. Um, and again, just, just seeing how people are recording I'm really enjoying yeah, like there's same. been so many like duvet forts yeah. I've been making a series at the moment and each of the contributors has been like sending a photo of like what they've built and I'm like god these guys are really creative and I'll say like oh you know put some cushions around it and they send an image in and it's like like literally a castle of <laughs> pillows that and then they're sitting in the middle I'm like oh my gosh like this is excellent so again just like finding like just very traditional ways to do it we're not in fancy studios and it, I guess yeah we just have to get creative so I'm just really enjoying that and yeah. I think maybe I mean as soon as we're out I'm gonna really enjoy just you know interviewing someone in a studio where everything is set up and I'm like oh god dreamy but also <laughs> I don't know it just proves that we can do it without all of that noise and tech here's jam supernova people have been like pissing on radio for a long time <laughs> you know like on every panel we've been on radio's dead how are you going to fight the algorithms and I think what this time has shown us is that we are humans that want a personal connection that an algorithm or a playlist can't completely give us. It can give us uh, a moment or a feeling that's fleeting, but having someone talking to you through the radio is something that you'll always you'll always remember. Um, and I think that we forget actually the amount of people who are on their own, and especially during this period of time, they are live on they live on their own. They have nobody to talk to. They have no one to interact with. And the radio has been the only thing that makes them not feel alone. And I think a playlist cannot do that. It's impossible for for an algorithmic playlist uh, to do to make someone feel that it's it's that it's that voice in the house. You know, I leave I leave the radio on for the dog mm. when we go out. You know, it's a it's a calming voice. It's a presence. You know, 
Um, so I think that's why it's important. I think it's that personal connection. And I, actually, um, there's been sort of people saying that the BBC's had like a, you know, a big, a big growth in the amount of people listening. And if you look at the stations that have had the growth, it's your one extras, it's your radio ones, um, it's station, all your sixes, six musics. But they, in every show that I've heard on, across those stations, you know, the daily shows, they've been talking about what's been going on. And they'll get listeners up, you know, it kind of feels like we're all in this together. Whereas some of the more commercial stations where it's kind of been like business as usual, keep pumping out the records, mm. five track segs, let's go. They've actually lost listenerships over this period of time. Um, so I think that people want to know that there's someone going through what they're going through and, and they want to hear. And, and then and then they're not only connecting with the list, with the, with the presenter through that presenter then they're connecting with a whole other universe of listeners yeah you know it feels like you're all in, in that one moment you're all in it together yeah oh it's beautiful <laughs> yeah <laughs> what would you hope you'll feel when you like look back at the series of broadcasts that you're doing from home um in future years like how would you want to like describe the kind of potency of them i guess a part of me feels like i would look back and i feel like a bit like a foot soldier Mm. like I haven't even wanted to take any time off I mean I need to take time off I'm yeah. definitely ready to take time off and I'm burnt out but I kind of feel like I don't want to take time off until this pandemic is over because I kind of feel like a little bit like a foot soldier and I, I have to do what I have to do and get on air to keep my promise to the public mm. in a sense and I know that's maybe sounds a bit dramatic but I feel like that's just how I feel I feel like I need to, I need to do what I need to do because there's so many people that one aren't able to do what they need to do and there's so many people that that need it they need us to be on air you know if I'm not on air and there's silence that's disserving someone and I'm on the BBC and I need to you know step up to the plate so I've, I think I would look back at it as like a going to war period of time yeah and the radio was my way with as communicating with people and I hope that you know from a personal side it would have made me a better broadcaster I hope that if I can make it feel real with me in my dressing gown talking to the wall <laughs> That when I get back into that studio and I am live, that I am so much more animated, so much more, just so much more alive, you know. Um, but I think it will definitely remind me of the the summer that I had to be vulnerable and I had to be open and I had to think about the way that I spoke to my listeners, not just hitting them with facts about music, actually letting them in, in into my world and my life and asking about them. everyone I spoke to to share with me what they think the significance of radio is in this moment. Here's Rory from NTS. We're living in a time of such crazy uncertainty, you know, people are stuck in their homes, um, really isolated, and I think radio is just providing that sort of connection that people need. If you listen to a live show, you're not alone, you're listening to it with a bunch of other listeners, you know, you're going through this experience together and I think when everyone is quite isolated and quite alone, that means a lot. This is Gavin from Hong Kong Community Radio. 
I think the audience are not just looking for a replacement of the music gathering, but a connection between bodies over the airwaves.、Um, I think what people are looking for from radio stations such as us. Right now, it's a sense of resonance、um, with other bodies that、um, works outside of physical limitations. Here's Frankie from Foundation FM. It's all a challenge, but one thing I love about radio is that it's a medium that can be shaped and moulded because of the internet and online. Like we can make whatever we want, and I feel really lucky that. Foundation FM is still able to run, and the DJs are still really committed to us, and we commit to them. And I think now more than ever, we realise that like community is really important. Marco from Radio Rahim. The audience is is I think is looking for something in a radio which is easy. So the audio is like a book.、Uh, you you still have your own imagination. You can have it on on the background and and relax. And、uh, the audio is also something comforting and something you can leave your mind <laughs> a little bit of. And and the radio, I think, have this power of something more more easy,、uh, especially now. P- you can leave it in the background. You can. Let yourself like you are flowing a river and you don't have to do nothing. There is、uh, flux. And Hannah Walker Brown. Radio right now is like the friend that you know you don't see all the time. Maybe you're not as close as you used to be, but when the shit hits the fan, they're always there for you. And I think that's what it has become. It's become that person that will always step it up when you need it. But it's not bothered if you're like you know you go and. Do films for a bit or TV, it will just always be there, and I just think it's thriving. I think we all need pals like that, you know. And I think maybe what we're also starting to realise is it's not exact, it's not like the format itself, but it's just people talking and sharing and listening, and they're like essential practices, and they'll get you through just about anything, or or the start to get through anything, like talking to each other, listening to each other, and sharing our experiences. So. Yeah, I think that's what what radio is right now. Thank you for listening to Resident Advisors Exchange about the power of radio. You can browse our full archive of episodes on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe to the Exchange to receive updates from us. And if you love this show, leave us a review and a rating as it helps get our stories to more ears. Until next time, take care.